At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Very similar circumstance, different teams, but a similar circumstance this night to a previous night in the NBA playoffs. Stephen Curry lighting it up for the Warriors yet again. And uh, I recall, and I was reminded, actually, I don't have to recall it because you idiots remind me of a Maller monologue, which I did during the Rockettes series about how incompetent Steph Curry often has been in the playoffs and how he's not able to get his shot off and all that. And uh, so there were some of our friends listening in Northern California that were mocking me. How dare you? Uh, You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Keep in mind, at the time we did that Maller monologue, that was an accurate position. Now, things have changed, and I would say because of the Maller monologue, because of the... Forget Kevin Durant getting hurt. Because of me! Because of my criticism of Curry, he can't miss! Well, he did miss, but he he made a bunch of shots. So he had 37 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He also had 6 turnovers! 6 of them! And four three-pointers in 38 minutes. I don't know if you saw this game or not. I watched it, so you didn't have to watch it. A little too much about the Curry brothers, okay? A little too much. I mean, there was a storyline. They kept playing up the Curry brothers. I get it. 
I understand first time. I understand you're trying to get people that are not you know, hardcore pe- people that follow sports to watch, but a little too much for me. A little too much. But Portland was in control. If you didn't see the game, Portland was in control for most of the game. They, had a, they were up 17 at one point, 15-point lead at halftime. Uh, and then the Warriors came back, and they were able to erase most of that deficit in the third quarter, but the Blazers still had an eight-point lead with four and a half minutes to go in the game. They're up by eight on the road. They've got Damian Lillard. They've got C.J. McCollum. They're up by eight. They're going to win the game. No, they're not because the the dubs, uh, they were able to outscore the Trailblazers down the stretch 14-3 to after being down by eight, 14-3. Now, after the game, Coach Steve Kerr, opining. Now, it was a leading question by a member of the sports media from from Portland, but Steve Kerr took that red meat and ran with it and said that the Warriors, quote, stole that game, close quote, and that he, he hinted that experience helped, that the experience uh, was the key there for the Warriors, which is a pet peeve of mine. Um, just because you've done something in the past doesn't mean you can do it again. Uh, it's a different circumstance, different opponent, and all that stuff. I think we have that soundbite, though, of Steve Kerr. Here's Steve Kerr explaining what I just said about how this was a thievery situation. Do you feel like you dodged a bullet there tonight? Oh, totally. We, t- we stole that game. I thought they outplayed us uh, for much of the night, uh, the majority of the night. Um, but, you know, we brought enough competitive fire in the second half uh, to overcome you know their their great play we've been here before I think our experience helped us done this a few times and and um, oh yeah we we stole it for sure and they were they outplayed us it was something odd with the microphone I don't know what was going on with that like a loose connection or something like that I, I'm not sure all right so you heard what Kerr said so let's discuss the question is Steve Kerr correct that the Warriors stole that game against the Blazers. Now, I'm going to, yeah, I'm giving this a thumbs down. I think the better quote is from a former colleague of mine that used to work here in the early days of Fox Sports Radio, Jim Mora. We gave that game away, right? We gave that game away. Portland gave the game on a silver platter to Golden State, and they took it. Congratulations. Now, my thoughts you've got the death spiral, torpedoes, and whiskey. And we will put all this together into a pot and we'll make a very nice chicken parm, right? Very nice chicken parm. Uh, and uh, and so, very cool. So, A, listen, the Blazers were fine for most of the game, very similar to what we saw the other night with Toronto and Milwaukee, and then they were confused at the end of the game. It wasn't about the Warriors. The better story is as it normally is in the losing locker room. This is about what the hell, you know, Damien, I, I love this guy, Lillard. And ever since I said I love the guy Lillard, and I, I I came out of the closet and admitted I I'm a big fan, uh, you know, face plant, face plant, most of the time, face plant. So Lillard and friends playing scared and timid basketball the last couple minutes. Now, truth in broadcasting, it's not just Lillard. C.J. McCollum, he didn't go beast mode. He went choke mode uh, at the end of that game. He lost his I don't know if he lost his composure is right, but during the final fourteen to three run in favor of Golden State, C.J. McCollum was zero of five from the four. Portland, uh, as a team, they were one for nine the final four minutes and twenty seconds of the game, and only Seth Curry made a shot. Uh, he's the only one that made a shot. McCollum at halftime was playing pretty well. He had made more than half his shots. He had 16 points in the first half. And then he, he goes in the locker room after him. He comes out, and it's like he's a, you know, a D-League player, a G-League player, whatever they call it now. He disappeared in the second half. How bad was it? After halftime, McCollum was 3 of 12 from the floor. And while he was out there, the Trailblazers were outscored by 23 points. <laughs> 23 points they were outscored. Damian Lillard... He wasn't much better. He was 3 out of 10. That's 30%. And the Blazers outscored by 18 points. I think he played the entire second half. So what's going on in the end of this game, there's a death spiral, and both Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum were held scoreless for the final 7 minutes and 40 seconds. These two dynamic, amazing players for the Trailblazers did as much as you did. Bupkis! 
to help Portland win the game. They were 0 for 9 combined the final almost eight minutes of that basketball game. It was eerily similar to the Toronto Raptors Houdini Act. In that game against Milwaukee, Toronto had the lead at a two-point lead going to the final three minutes and 30 seconds, and, and the only guy that scored, made a basket in the fourth quarter, was Kyle Bloody Lowry. That's it. And, and the, the star Kawhi Leonard vanished for Toronto in that game. And I have not seen some of the post coverage on this. Are they making excuses for Lillard like they did for Kawhi Leonard? He's gassed. He's gassed. That's the go-to excuse for the NBA media fanboys is that a player cannot just play poorly. He has to be tired. Which I think, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm old school, I guess, that's kind of part of the deal, right? Like in sports, it's who can outlast the other person. It's not everyone has to be 100%. I know the NBA likes to jerry-rig things, but my goodness. Now, part B of this, Golden State made sure. Now, they, I'll give them credit because they, they didn't steal the game. They were given the game. But there's an old saying, right? Make sure you don't look at a gift horse in the mouth. Right? It's, an old, it's an old idiom. Steve Kerr and his, the players for Golden State, uh, they were very grateful. Very grateful they received this gift. It was wrapped up and delivered on Amazon Prime. They got it. Congratulations. Uh, and nothing has changed more. I used to work with a guy that said this all the time. Nothing has changed more in my lifetime than halftime adjustments. And he used to say that just to fill time on a radio show. But uh, I don't know what was going on there at halftime for Portland. I, I guess Golden State had some some caffeine. Maybe they had a, a coffee with a little extra Turbo stuff, and I don't know what they did, but they they played much better in the second half, and more of the Splash Brothers goodness, right? The tsunami. It was like a tsunami of Splash Brothers knocking down shots. In the second half, Klay Thompson, who didn't play that well early in the game, Steph Curry combined for 33 points. Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Kevon Looney, I know his dad, uh, also played very well. In this game, it was a blitzkrieg situation. Attack mode activated by the Warriors late in the game. But they, again, benefited from the Blazers realizing uh, this is slipping away and we can't do anything about it. And then it became a self-fulfilling prophecy is what it became for the the Trailblazers in this game. The Warriors beat the the mucus out of the uh, the Trailblazers in the paint. They dominated a plus 22 points in the paint. 30-14, to 14, they outscored them in the second half inside the painted area. Outscored Portland 11 to nothing on fast break points in the second half. It was surgical precision. There were sirens. I don't know if you heard this, but there were sirens ringing. And- <laughs> Because they were about to activate the nuclear torpedoes, which I think they did late in that game. They were fired on the Blazers, obliterated, demolished. What other adjectives can we use here? Uh, mollywopped, curb stomped, all good adjectives to use. Now, the, the last word here, Portland, think of this this way. Portland is the boxer who led on all the judges' scorecards going into the 12th round. It's like a, the late... Uh, boxing judge who just passed away for uh, for years when HBO did boxing, uh, Harold uh, Letterman, right? Yeah, he just passed away. And uh, okay, Jim, uh, I got I got the Blazers up. Uh, they're up in every round, uh, going to the final round, right? And then you get brutally knocked out with seconds left in the final round. That's essentially what happened here. Now, Terry Stotts, I recommend whiskey on the rocks for Stotts. Uh, because of how that game ended, the last two possessions for Portland, C.J. McCollum, dribble, 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 miss. That was the first possession. Uh, second possession, Damian Lillard turned the ball over. <laughs> so last two possessions of the game, dribble, 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 miss shot, turn over. And if it was like Bobby Knight, old school coaching. Back in the day, those guys would have to go running up and down the stands. They would have to run gassers is what they would have to do uh, and all that. So now the Blazers are licking their wounds after blowing what at one point was a 17-point lead. But forget you, you want to say the 17, 15-point lead at halftime, 8-point lead with four minutes to go in the game, and now they're down 0-2. There's no wiggle room, uh, and it's over. Right? Portland, unless Curry twists his ankle getting out of the plane, to go to Portland, uh, then forget about it. The, the Blazers are done. It's uh, over, O-V-E-R.
And so that now now we get this Portland start settling into that self-defeating drama, like woe is me, I have a pity party there, and we stink, we're terrible. Um, but the 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 numbers are Steph Curry. He has been a wrecking ball so far. That's kind of obvious, but just to give you some some more ammunition here, which is pretty cool. Steph Curry, the first two games of the Western Conference Finals, has 73 points, 15 assists, and 14 rebounds. Those are a lot of good numbers, right? Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum combined have 81 points, 22 assists, and 15 rebounds. Curry is matching almost point for point, almost assist for assist, and almost rebound for rebound, two guys, the top two players on the other team. It's, it's, it's bonkers here. And the Blazers made a bunch of three-point shots in this game, and they made nine more than the Warriors. Usually when you make nine more three-point shots than Golden State, you're going to win the game. Not this particular night. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. Now, was there a Boston uh, Maller Marathon tonight? Uh, there was not, there was but not. I did I did watch the end of the Bruins. It wasn't much of a game. It game no, was it was dominated not. by no. the Bruins there. as they, uh, The Bruins served up another poop sandwich to Carolina. That's four poop sandwiches for the Carolina Panthers. I Sometimes hope you got to eat a poop sandwich. That's right. They ate four of them. And they so, did. You get that yeah. in a little box to go, like a to-go box. You get that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I've, I've. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. If Sometimes you've got to eat a poop sandwich. Yeah. We should do a list like David Gascon does. That scumbag who I hate, David Gascon. <laughs> we should do a list on uh, like the uh, the most <laughs> annoying statements made by uh, by people and like your know, poop sandwich. I don't think poop sandwich is annoying. So I don't, I don't think that's no. The, I think we David all, uh, Gaga. I think we enjoyed that analogy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you were doing, uh, if you were on the old uh, WDE, if I was on there, how, now, how yeah. much uh, Bruins talk would there be? Would it be substantial? Uh, you know, it, it's not as much as you would think. Actually, not. It's all Patriots and and Patriots. Yeah, yes. Even oh my now, God. it's all about the. It's Bob Kraft sex tape. It's all that. But no, I mean there would be um, some a decent amount, but yeah. not. Not over the top. 20th time they have made the Stanley Cup final. Now, they've been around a long time, but that, uh, yeah. you know. So I've been doing moonlighting in Boston radio for like the last about two years. And since I started doing that, the Patriots have been to two Super Bowls, the Red Sox have won a World Series, and the Bruins are now going to the Stanley Cup final. So, Wait, what are you bad saying? Bad job by the Celtics, not you know keeping up with everyone else in, in Boston. It's insane. Just keep, keep winning. It's a a glorious time to be a Boston sports fan. There is no doubt about that. Those kids, uh, teenagers, whatever, that are growing up in this era, boy, they cannot relate to their parents at all. You don't know how good you got a kid. And these kids are going to be, they are going to be like those guys at the Laker rally in a few years when it turns, when the (laughs) tide turns. You are not incorrect. (laughs) My my dad had Tom Brady. We've gone two years without a title. What the hell is this? My uncle had Bill Belichick and what I had. That's what it's going to be. You're absolutely right. That's that's what we have. the, The kids... That haven't even been born yet, Eddie. The kids that aren't even born yet will be, you know, 20, 15 years from now, they'll be out there at some rally outside, you know, the the uh, the, the Freedom Trail or whatever. They'll be out doing their thing. So, anyway. All right, if you want to be part, the number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. If you would like to be part, we have lame jokes, and I think this is a new record for lame jokes. Let me see here. Five full pages of lame jokes here, Eddie. Five full pages of lame jokes. But Ben, it's not the quantity; it's oh, the yeah. quality. Well, many of them are. About That's what you. I was going to say. Many, yeah. Many of oh, stop, Roberto. Listen, it depends on your attitude, Eddie. If you have a good attitude, everything will be fine. If you have a bad <laughs> attitude, it's going to get ugly. I, I'm We're going to have to have a throwdown. I'm picky about my jokes. I don't just yeah. laugh at anything like some uh-huh. like some guy in you know Miami who just laughs at anything you say. Just the, what, what are you saying? What, are you taking? I think, a, I think you, you know what I'm a, saying. Are you taking a cheap shot? No, I'm taking a legitimate doing? shot. I, mean, I would say on. of the now a lot it's of a laugh machine. We have a lot of that's why we have him. He's Krusty the Clown. Yeah. We have a lot of weed man ah, jokes again. Ah, well, those are always ah, funny. Tons ah, of Eddie Garcia jokes this week, which were surprising to me. We have a lot of angry Bill humor. We've got that. 
a few Koopa Loops in there. I don't think Roberto made any. And we sent Roberto some, but I don't see. Yeah, there's how many Ben Maller jokes do we? Oh, have? I'm nothing funny about oh, me at all. Um, oh boy, no, not one. The gatekeeper there. No, you can't write a joke. No, a gatekeeper. The I gatekeeper. Oh. I would have put him in. I'm not. I'm not like blockading. I don't stonewall. No, the you jokes. would. You would never do anything like that. Well, you, you've heard. I'll put pretty much anything on the air. I don't really go by the the first like. Half an hour I'm putting this together when I'm, I'm aggregating the jokes. No. I am very selective. After that, I just want to get it over with. I'll put anything on there. I don't care. Just, just All right, so that. everyone oh, send, I know it, why there's send in your Ben Maller jokes, and he will read them tonight. I know why there's Eddie jokes in there. That My first thought was that Drake just had an orgasm. <laughs> that is something that many people are fascinated by, Eddie. <laughs> That is something. That uh, people... That's the only, the only type of insights you get right here on the Ben Maller. Show. Yes. Come on. That in Quebec Nordique talk. I thought the Nordiques had a pretty good game last night. They you know, did not give up a goal, which I think is good. We also have a decision to make because later this hour, now for years, I have done the equine pick'em, but we usually do the PGA. There's got a major this weekend in Long Island on Long Island, uh, so we have a decision. We can't do both. So I, I, I think this is clearly a Putnam situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, screw there, there's horse no, racing. We, yeah, horse racing's dead to me after the Kentucky Derby. It's ridiculous what happened there. In the Kentucky I love the. Derby. Have you seen the promos for uh, for the race this weekend? For the, no. What are, what are the? the I mean, it's it's you have to laugh. It's just like you never know what can happen. You never know. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't have any yeah. horse to promote because yeah. the horse that won is not there, and the horse that was disqualified <laughs> is not there. So. Yeah, I, I know what's not going to happen. The Triple Crown's not going to happen. Exactly I know right. that's not going to happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like, literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So we continue to talk about Zion Williamson. Story of the week, the NBA draft lottery. A couple days ago, New Orleans, the big winner there. Speculation, will Zion play for the Pelicans? Will he not play for the Pelicans? Will he try to force his way onto another team? What gives? So Zion Williamson's stepfather did a little radio, a little sports radio in Baton Rouge. That's where I always go for my sports radio. And was asked the big Komodo Dragon question in the room about playing with the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know if you were listening earlier or not. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you don't know about this story, but there had been, as we talked about, a lot of chatter reverberating around this echo chamber we're all part of in the Magic Radio Box about Zion Williamson and the possibility that he might consider returning to Duke for his sophomore season. He has that option rather than be sentenced to play for the morbid Pelicans in Louisiana and Williamson has yet to hire an agent, so that is theoretically still in play here. Well, here is old man Williamson, the stepdad, David, uh, what's his name here? Lee, Lee Anderson's his name. Lee Anderson. All right, here's Lee Anderson. I never heard of him either. Uh, here he is. We're excited about that. One thing that Zion has always been taught, you accept the things that you can't change, you change the things that you can change, and this is one of the things that he had nothing to do with. It's the process of the NBA, and Certainly, you know, we're excited about the Crescent City down there in New Orleans. And you said about returning to Duke, you know, there has been a lot of speculation, but that is not nothing that we have even considered. Yet. Uh, no, I think I added that. Uh, that's from the Entertainment and Sports Network in Baton Rouge. They're affiliate there in Baton Rouge. So, again, as far as returning to Duke, it's not something we have considered. Uh, he said they, He went on to say that they met with David Griffin. Had a great conversation, excited about the prospect of getting settled and finding a place to stay. Now, in a separate radio spot, Zion's high school coach, he also spoke up. He said that Zion Williamson will not return to Duke. He will not ask for a trade and will be honored if New Orleans drafts him number one. So let's discuss the question. Is this the end of the Zion Williamson speculation with less than a month to go before the June 20th NBA draft? Uh, I said less, a little more than a month. But I'm going to go N meets the O as in N, no. No, 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 no. Now, my observations, you've got the pit, Rocky Road, and the Hail Fairy. Not Hail Mary, Hail Fairy. And we will put this all together. We'll put this together and do a nice burrito. Uh, and we'll, we'll eat that, so uh, why not? Racist. What's wrong with the I love burritos. All right, now, number one, a Zion Number one. Is someone that is interesting to talk about because he is a star in college. You, you know the deal. So th- this story, while it certainly had a bucket of ice water thrown on it, I'm not going to deny that, uh, it is not over by any means. Zion is supposed to be the next big thing in the NBA, and people are interested in hearing and reading and clicking and all that. It's clicky-mcclick when you do stories about Zion Williamson. He brings eyeballs in. That's how the media works, right? You put stories out about people that that get interest. And so you know, on our show, of course, we don't always do that. We talk about the Quebec Nordiques. Sometimes we do whole segments on the Quebec Nordiques. But Bazion is a pit, a pit of curiosities, right? Until that Waterloo moment when it's 10 days before the draft, Williamson still has an ace card to play. His dad says he's not going to play it. Dad says, nope, didn't think about it, not on the table, never thought about it. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying right now. But positions are known to change. And then also keep in mind, it's possible that's just his public position, the stepdad, and privately there's something else 
going on. And last I checked, Zion Williamson's high school coach and his stepfather are not the horse itself. We're not hearing this from the horse's mouth. We're not. Uh, And and so I I understand that David Griffin is doing the dance of romance to charm and entice Zion and all that. Well, great. Whoop-de-damn-do. Now, not to downplay and belittle Griffin, but we're going to now downplay and belittle Griffin because that's how that works. Uh, He's obviously determined, determined to get this done, but who's the one that decided he's God's gift to the NBA? Under his watch in Cleveland, they drafted Michael Bennett and Andrew Wiggins with the number one overall pick. He had a role in Bennett. He was involved with Wiggins and traded Andrew Wiggins away in the Kevin Love trade. But to me, this is a guy that's riding off a fluke. Uh, The only reason Cleveland beat Golden State is because Draymond Green got suspended for kicking a guy in the nuts. And that made David Griffin a great GM. He gets to ride the coattails of LeBron James. Very impressive. Very wonderful. If Draymond hadn't been watching an A's-Rangers game during the NBA Finals, then Golden State would have won that series. You know, ifs and buts were candy and nuts and all that. Uh, but I, I just don't understand the love affair with David Griffin. I understand he's apparently a nice guy. Media likes him a lot. Uh, media in the NBA, they just worship the guy. Not not as much as Daryl Morey, but close. And considering that most people agree that LeBron James is – omnipresent, certainly was in Cleveland, he's in L.A. too, controls most everything. How much credit do you give David Griffin? All right, now, second thing here, will Zion Williamson, if he stays in New Orleans, will he turn it into a basketball-crazy town? Because it ain't a basketball-crazy town. Nope, nope, nope. Now, so what are the odds? What are the chances that Zion Williamson can use his magical witchcraft all right, and turn the swampland into a mecca of NBA basketball. Yeah, in Louisiana, it's got to be voodoo, right? Because that's what, you know, not witchcraft, voodoo. You got to do the, which I think is the same thing. Uh, I'll set the odds at plus 900. And so if you don't know what that means because you're not a degenerate gambler like myself, that implies only a 10% chance. I think I'm actually going high. Because Zion Williamson can bounce around the court. He can do the electric boogaloo out there with the basketball in his hands. And it is still going to be Rocky Road ice cream is what it's going to be, right? It is not in the DNA of the Bayou sports fan to love the NBA. They they lost a team years ago, the New Orleans Jazz, one of the great name teams of all time, the New Orleans Jazz, who left to go to Salt Lake City. But a little over 200 years ago, New Orleans was the capital of the Spanish Providence, or province rather, in Louisiana. That was that, you know, with the history of Louisiana. Holy Cajun cookout, right? And uh, Louisiana is a football land. They like the southern fried football, and they like the Saints. Mix in a little jambalaya, a little dirty rice, they're good to go. That's all you need, right? Now, the final point here. Let's say that Zion doesn't want to go back to Duke, right? Dad says that's not on the table, but secretly – he actually does not want to play in the and live in the French Quarter. Right? He likes whiskey but doesn't want to live on Bourbon Street. You know what I'm saying? So you know, the Pelicans are stubborn. They intend to keep the number one pick. Now, this is all doing a hypothetical. If you're the Pelicans, you want to see this guy play in New Orleans, you have to pray that he doesn't get an agent. I'll tell you why. Because the agent is going to try to monetize, make as much money as they can. Zion Williamson is not nearly as valuable in New Orleans as he would be in another city. It's just the reality. You can say, well, it doesn't matter anymore with the Internet. Yeah, it does matter. It does matter. Uh, and and so you got to factor that in. If you look at how much people get paid via endorsements, it, you're, you're in a big city. Like people talk about Durant and Curry. San Francisco is a top five city in America. It's a major metropolis San Francisco, the Bay Area, and all that stuff. So if Zion doesn't get an agent, and I, I would advise him not to because he's not going to get a dollar more with an agent. Everything's slotted in the NBA draft. It's you, you put, You're pretty much putting numbers in a square, names in a square, and you pay uh, pay the amount. But if he gets an agent, let's say he's, eh, I'm, I'm going to get an agent here, see what can happen. The agent's going to say, wait a minute, I want to make more money. You, you'd be better off in another city, in a bigger city, a basketball-crazy city. Based on his body language, he didn't seem very happy the other day. So what would the playbook be? If, if Let's say Zion hypothetically hires an agent just for the purposes of the monologue. So Zion goes out, he hires an agent. And the agent's like, okay, uh, we'll get you out of New Orleans. What's the move? Well, if you go 
to the playbook, page 730, section B of the playbook. It says right at the top, the move is the Hail Fairy prayer. Not Hail Mary, the Hail Fairy prayer. This is an old school. This is Many people forgot about this. No, no, no. This might be foreign to you. Danny Ferry, who actually used to be a basketball player, has been an NBA executive, actually was the executive in New Orleans a few years ago. But back in the Bronze Age, Danny Ferry, hot shot player for Coach K at Duke, was drafted number two by the Clippers. Number two overall in the draft, 1989. He had such a hissy fit. He was such an, an, an arrogant, pompous a-hole, Danny Ferry. He refused to play for the people's team, the Clippers. And since the NBA has a rule, when you're drafted, your draft rights are owned forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. What did Danny Ferry do? He went to the Italian Basketball League. He left and went to Europe and played Italian basketball. So that is an option if Zion hires an agent and they, they work this all through and they, they decide, all right, we're going to get rid. We're going we're gonna to get rid of uh, Zion going to New Orleans. We want him to go somewhere else. He can go to, to, uh, to Italy and eat. Eat some spaghetti or some lasagna or something like that and have a wonderful time. Have a uh, great time. Now, the other story involving New Orleans basketball, because it's all we're doing local New Orleans radio here, is a kaleidoscope situation involving Anthony Davis. And will he or won't he be traded? Rampant speculation. Who do you believe? Who do you believe with this Anthony Davis? Now, the story that makes the most sense is why would you trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers? It's illogical. If if David Griffin is a competitor, if the Pelicans are competitors, why would you do that? It makes no sense. So I, I would agree with the reports that say that the Pelicans, no matter what the Lakers offer, aren't interested. I think that makes all the sense in the world. It absolutely does. Because you know, if Anthony Davis is ultimately going to end up with the Lakers, if that's he's a free agent after next year and he goes to the Lakers, that's fine. LeBron's already past his prime. He's going to be injury-prone the rest of his career. He's an older basketball player. Older basketball players get hurt. And he's not as dedicated as he used to be because he's worried about movies and TV shows and all that stuff. Uh, and so if that's accurate, so why not wait? You know, Trade Anthony Davis somewhere else. And then if he wants to sign with the Lakers in a year, LeBron will be a year older. And you're on your way. So you know, good luck. I mean, if you do the math on this, and you say, okay, LeBron today is 34. By next season, uh, he'll be 35. So the time that Anthony Davis could join the Lakers, LeBron James would be 36 years old. Okay. If the Lakers can win with a 36-year-old LeBron James and Anthony Davis who misses like 40 games a year with injury, good luck. Good luck. But you don't help him out right now. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold. Garcia, some listener, I forget who, said, since I run down your nicknames every hour, you, as a favor, once a week should have to provide me with all of my nicknames, Eddie. So I think that's perfectly fair. Yes? Uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know your nicknames. You don't know my nicknames? You've forgotten no, I, my I nicknames? No, I don't remember them. Really? Hmm. Let me remind you, Eddie. I think this is a good time to remind you of my Hold nicknames. on a second. Let me turn my uh, oh. headphones off. Here. No, no, yeah, no. I, I am known here as the spin master of misinformation, the bannering broadcaster, the Beethoven Ooh. of And get asked on Facebook. People have said, hey, Ben, you're the curmudgeon of commentary, the chasm of sarcasm, the czar of zany, the dark knight of weeknight sports radio. Jackass. The mogul of mischief, Benny the Brazen, King of Zing, Facetious Fox. <sighs> the Sultan of Insultin. Jumping Jack of Wisecrack. Insight of Overnight. The oh, Nabob of Negativity. The Sage of Outrage. Pinnacle of Cynical. Prince of Preposterous. Shirley? Professor of Propaganda. Hazar of Hyperbole. Wait, what? And the Mad Hatter of Sports Chatter. That's oh, only. No question. That's only half my nicknames. but wait, I was so more. excited. I wanted to pick more guys. I love it. Oh, you want more? All right. I've also been called the Baron of Balderdash, Bennis the Menace, Captain Knee Jerk. I'm not attracted to women. Years ago, they said you're the general of degenerates, the tycoon of teas, the master of disaster, the Sometimes hustler. Eat a poop sandwich. A filibuster, the night light of nightlife, the pummeler of producers, the manatee of insanity, 
Marconi Maller, emissary of embellishment, weeknight windbag, wizard of wacky, slayer Sometimes of Sometimes you got to eat a poop sandwich. Grand goober of gab, tower of babel. On. Honest. Adonis. Nocturnal Colonel. Get over it. The underdog of monologue and the holy pope of the slippery slope. Those are all the officially sanctioned nicknames. 42. You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay magazine. That's, what's wrong with that? You got a problem with that? Yeah. All right. F- 42 nicknames, which trumps Eddie's nicknames. Just want to point that out. Just to remind you. Just want to remind you how that works. Yes? Exactly. All right, we'll press on. Well, Eddie's done. So let's take some calls. Let's go to David in Winter Park, Florida. Hello, David. And Ross yes, and Roscoe the parrot. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? No, nope. I can't hear you. Do not. Wait now, minute, can you talk louder? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you yell? Can Can you hear me now? I can't no. hear you. Can you? You need to yell. You need okay, to. Okay. I was okay. I would turn the speaker. I can't I hear could... you. Uh, keep. Can you yell? I need you to yell. No, no you can hear me. I can't hear That's you. What... I you can't. Can, hear can me. you hear him, Eddie? Nope, I can't. Hear. I, I don't hear a word. Eddie, he said. can you hear me? Who said that? I don't know. Roberto, Who, can you hear him, Roberto? No, I don't he hear him. Who? Yes, you can. Uh, can't hear him. Coop, can you hear this guy? Ben, please. No, we're, mercy. I'll be a good we're, we're up please, against please, it, Ben. Please. I can't even hear what's. You going can't hear on. anything you can't here. Hear me, right? We should probably just go to break. Can we right? have Roscoe talk or something? The parrot. Maybe we could hear yeah, Roscoe. Roscoe is here. Let me hear Roscoe here. Oh, I hear, I hear Roscoe. Uh, Eddie, I heard Roscoe the parrot. I heard something. I, heard I don't know Ro- what that was. I heard was Roscoe parrot? the parrot. Yeah, I heard Roscoe. Yes. Let me hear it again. Listen, Ben, real quick. Oh, I, I can't hear it anymore. Can you give us your um, rev- uh, uh, one of the biggest names in the history of Tampa Bay Sports Talk Radio died Thursday morning of a brain tumor. His name was Steve Dumas. Oh, really? He, right. He was a colleague of yours. For yes. I didn't know that either. That's, that's not how I like to find out news. Um, no, uh, that's terrible. Is that You're not making that up because that would be a terrible thing to make no, up. No, I'm not. Well, my condolences. So he did work here. He did, did work here years ago, but uh, that's terrible. Yeah, I just googled it. It's it's, it's legit. Didn't make it up. Yeah. All right. It, it is on the well. He did work on the weekends, and he was the, one of the first sports talk hosts in the country that incorporated sports gambling in his broadcast. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. I, I you know, I. I was on with him a couple of times. We were doing crossover stuff or whatever on the weekends uh, years right. ago. But, uh, yeah. Um, the big dog, think, right? Yeah, I think that yep, was his Yes, there he was, and nickname, it's going to so. be a big loss for the industry. Uh, he wasn't that old, the, though, right? He wasn't uh, – I don't know how old he was, but he didn't seem like he was that old. But he was that, 64. Yeah. So that's, that's not – you know, he should live longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, he had a two-year battle with brain cancer. I think yeah. maloma, the same condition that uh, took out John McCain and Ted Kennedy. Yeah. All right. Well, my so, condolences. I, I, you know, we know him. He used to work here, so that's uh, yes, sucks. sir. Yeah. That's, that's why I want to do it. Now, real quick, the um, as far as the game tonight with Portland, you know, in 1992, David Letterman made an appearance with Johnny Carson. It was after they announced that Leno got the job, the gig instead of Letterman. So after five minutes, Johnny Carson made the famous question: "How pissed off?" Are you? That's what he said. How pissed Uh, off are you? It's a fine question. How is that built towards the Trailblazers and the Bens? It doesn't. I mean, the Blazers are are upset. It doesn't matter because they're not going to win the series. They're going to have to win four out of the next five. They can be as angry as they want. They're done. They're cooked. Exactly. Maybe they'll win a game. Maybe they'll win a game. Now Toronto still got a shot, but if they lose. And they're down 0-2. They're probably yep. screwed too. It's over for them. Uh, you got to you got to pick in this horse race, Dave. I got to go, Dave. You got to pick in this horse race. I'll say this now. No, no, I don't. I'm not going to get involved in any race where yeah. the loser was announced the winner. And by the way, that jockey, a country horse, he was suspended by the New York Racing yeah. Association. All right, all right. so you're not you're, you're not part of it. I got you. I got Racist. you. Racist. Right. Right, thank you, Dave. I mean, we're doing some stickala, and we're we're doing we're lampooning David, and then we get that. I mean, that's a tough way to find out that news. But yeah, Steve Doom, a big, 
big presence back in, in that area in Tampa sports radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's Maller. Hey, How about Brock's that? To the third degree. Me too. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. I don't know where Broxton is right now, but he's giving up a home run wherever he is. All right, let's uh, thank you very much. Lame jokes next hour. Koopa Loop, what do we have here? And we aren't even through the conference finals, and free agent speculation is rampant in the NBA. We're now seeing stories of dark horse teams. Now, one interesting one that popped up for Kyrie Irving is the Phoenix Suns. Ben, if you had to pick a dark horse for Kyrie, who would you pick? I wouldn't do that. It's a racist term, so I would not know. I'll I'll play you a little game, Coop. I'm going to go Dallas. A, Mark Cuban. Kind of uh, you know, players guy, spoils players. He's got the extra perks with the travel and the facilities and all that. They got Luka Doncic. They've also got Kristaps Porzingis if he's not in jail or something like that. So so that's a team that's got money. I believe they have a ton of salary cap space. So I would say the Mavericks. But to me, the dark horse 
concept doesn't really work because of the the socialism in the NBA, right? The max offer is equal for every team. It's not like the Lakers or the Knicks can offer more money. It's all the same. And when you equate the taxes, it actually is a net negative in places like California, New York, and and Massachusetts because of the taxes. Uh, But I would say the Mavericks. Next! Ben, we're now a quarter of the way through the MLB season. Woohoo! What team do you think is overachieving the most so far? Now, I'm going to blatantly suck up to our friends on, on KFAN, but it's Minnesota. To me, this one's easy. The Minnesota Twins. Now, they started Thursday with the third best record in the big leagues. The minute, holy Kirby Puckett, Kent Herbeck, and Gary Gaetti, Steve Lombardozzi, wake up the echoes. Uh, they pulled a crazy Ivan here. This is unexpected. Now, will it continue? The American League Central blows, so they actually have a chance to continue this. They're seventh in runs scored, eighth in ERA, and they're doing it with a bunch of mostly no-name guys. Jorge Polanco's been great, Eddie Rosario, a couple of pitchers that I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Odorizzi, I think is his name. He's been pitching well. All right, uh, but I, I'd go with the Minnesota Twins. And also Arizona in the National League. The Diamondbacks got rid of Paul Goldschmidt and Patrick Corbin, and they're still better than the Padres and the Cardinals. All right, next. There was a report that surfaced early Thursday morning that said the NBA is considering becoming the last major American sport to add some sort of coaching challenge. Ben, are you for this? And if so, what should be challengeable? No, I'm not, because they're not going to do what they should. If you want to do this the right way, you have to make foul calls challengeable. But if you do that, you open up Pandora's box, which is there was no foul call, but there was a non-call. Can you review that? So they're not they're just gonna do like basic out of bounds things and like it's gonna be a waste. This is nothing. But if you review foul calls, I'm in for it. All right, how do we do Koopaloop? You pass us in. That is a win for me with time to spare. I won the game. You heard it. You heard it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. We'll see how this goes. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself. Thank you for your contribution, keeping the bit going. You can send jokes for future editions of the show to care of the Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Ben Maller Show at gmail.com is the address. You can send that in, and we will possibly use your joke on the air. Make sure you include your name. That way we know to give you some credit. We try to give everyone credit. Sometimes we screw that up. Bad job by us. If you're easily offended, this is not for you. If you're a delicate little flower, we love you. We're glad you like the show, but give us about half an hour. Just about half an hour, we'll be good, right? That way you won't be upset. We won't get in trouble with our bosses. Everyone's happy, right? Yeah. All right. Very good. Exactly. Change the channel. And uh, the, the way the mechanics of this work, I will read the joke. I'll bounce it off Eddie. Then he'll bounce it back to me. We'll bounce pass. Maybe a chest pass. And then I'll give you the punchline. And then if it's funny, Roberto will play this. If it's not funny, he'll play this. If it could be either way, you'll hear this. Coop's got some jokes. I think Roberto's got a joke at least. And here's an old friend. This used to be a staple of this. We would always have our leadoff hitter, Eddie, and our leadoff hitter has returned. He's a big radio star now himself, Sirius Sean. Yeehaw! Woo! Hi, everybody. Welcome back, Hello, Sirius Sean. Sean. Yeah. Hi, Thanks. Eddie. Hello, Sean. He loves you, Eddie. He called you out by name. I know. He's well, I helped fan. him out with the school project. So. I hear. Well, yeah, I haven't done oh, that Did yet. you finally go to the studio and interview him? No, no. That was oh. something something else. Yeah, when's Eddie coming in studio, Sean? <laughs> I don't know. All I, all I can tell you is I did my special uh, road trip and ra- radio theme in last week for three hours on the air. That's great. All right, do you have the joke, Serious Sean? Do you have the joke? I didn't even know I was even going to be put in You don't have a no, joke. joke. Right, we'll put you back you on hold. Just say hello. No, he just wanted to say hello. I thought you had a joke. I thought that's what you called up. But all right, hold on a sec, Sean. There you go. I'm glad you're doing well. We'll check back in with Serious Sean. Weed Man, are you there, Weed Man? Ben, I've learned in my life. Rich or poor, they all hate free and happy. I'm free and happy, and people hate that then. Time is precious. No matter don't, how don't old the, you don't, get. Don't do the woe is me thing. Right, here we go. Big There's Ben's never Lamp enough Show. Time that- Where was Bartolo Colon baptized, Eddie? Oh, I don't know. Where was Bartolo Colon baptized? SeaWorld. 
from just Josh who sent that one in. After last week's lame jokes, why is North Korea so wary? Oh, I don't know. Why is uh, North Korea so wary? They did not realize America had so many bombs, Eddie. They did not realize that, and now they're very scared there. What is Eddie Garcia not liking your joke? What is Eddie Garcia not liking your joke comparable to? Hmm. What is uh, me not liking your joke comparable to? Weed man hippie complaining about food at the soup kitchen. Very similar. So, yeah, exactly. It's, not uh, even it, it is. It's, they're, they're free jokes, Eddie. That's the joke. Gary and Youngstown, thank you for that. What did Angry Bill get after he was bitten by a dog? Mm, I don't know. What did Angry Bill get after he was bitten by a dog? Aroused, Eddie. He got oh, aroused, boy. Eddie. He did. That's from Bill in Iowa. Creepy. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. What did Angry Bill get charged as when the police found him with a dog in the park? Oh, God. I, I don't know. What was the charge when he was yeah. found in the dog in the park? There? He was charged as a pet-ophile, Eddie. That's what he was charged with right there. That's... Uh, Ernie, the great opiner, who sent that one in from Michigan. Why was why was Angry Bill escorted from the dog park? Uh, I don't know. Why was Angry Bill escorted out of the dog park? He tried to disguise himself as a fire hydrant. That's not you can't do that, Eddie. That's not allowed at the dog park. They don't allow that. Uh, what happened to the laugh track, Roberto? Are you falling asleep in there? That's uh, Gary from Youngstown. Uh, what do you call Tony Parker holding a feather? Tony Parker holding holding a feather. What do you call that? A French tickler. Is what you oh, call okay. that? That's uh, it's just Josh who sent that one in. Okay. <laughs> what what do a walrus and Tupperware salesman have in common? A walrus and a Tupperware salesman. What do they have in common? They both enjoy a tight seal, Eddie. They like that tight. They definitely like that Tupperware. Oh, that's a good joke. Uh, that's Bill from Iowa who sent that one in. Did you hear about the Canadian who was kicked in the groin? I, I did not hear about that, no. He was a Quebec sordique, Eddie. Is what he was. <laughs> 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 so Bill, Bill from Iowa. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Coop, do you have anything over there, Coop? Uh, yeah, I've got a few, actually. Right, uh, good. Why did Eddie root for Drake to lose his money at the casino? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, he wanted to see Drake blow his wad. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Well, going down that going down that theme, why why did Eddie uh, purposely miss the end of the Drake concert? I don't know why did I uh, purposely. Well, he miss he the didn't want to. He didn't want to see uh, Drake climax again. He didn't want to see that. He, uh, why, I, didn't, I haven't seen it the first time. Why, 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 why did Eddie quit being the update anchor to become a tailor? They're not updates, sir. Yeah, why, this is from Jeff. Why, why did I do that to become a tailor? Uh, to get into Drake's pants, of course. That's you want to become a tailor. Uh, you know, uh, why, why did Eddie? Why did Eddie put a dumpster in Drake's driveway for free? I don't know. Why did I put a dumpster in Drake's driveway for free? He wanted to see Drake's junk. He wanted to see what was going on in the dumpster. <laughs> no interest in that. He's a great joke. What do you have, Koopa Loop? What do you got over there, Koop? Uh, did you know that David Gascon is suicidal? I did not oh, realize man, that. Dude. I did not. I hope he, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. He once attempted to slit his lists. <laughs> he does love list radio did you know that uh, Alyssa milano said she's on a sex strike I, I didn't know that no yeah but the, after the age of 40 it's not a strike anymore it's called the drought actually is what it's called it's, it's, uh, gary from youngstown gary from youngstown you think everyone's hot what does coop's doorbell sound like Hmm. I don't know. What does Coop's doorbell sound like? Bong, bong. That's <laughs> 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 uh, Husker Kevin. Husker Kevin sent that. Why didn't Coop Aloop play football in college? I don't know. Why didn't Coop play football in college? <laughs> he took too many hits in high school, Eddie. He couldn't yeah, play. That's <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Still taking those hits. Yeah, yes, he is. All right, what do you got, Coop? Anything else? Um, right. By the way, my first two jokes were from Jeff and Kurt from Earth. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, say what you want about Alabama, Ben. Yeah, but they really came into their own. They did. Oh wow! Oh wow! Wow! Jeez! Right. Oh boy! All right. There you go. That's not. That's not right, man. That's not right. All right. <laughs> Why did? Wow! Oh, I gotta skip over some of these. What do you? What do you call? What do you call a three hundred eighty-five pound stripper, Eddie? 
a 385-pound stripper. What do you call that? Uh, broke, actually, is what you call that. That's not going to work. Mark from Mark from Chino Hills sent that one in, Southern California. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. All right. Why was R. Kelly confused at his trial? Uh, I don't know. Why was R. Kelly confused at his trial? The judge threatened to throw the book at him. Spill <laughs> <laughs> from Iowa. How do you give R. Kelly a life sentence? Uh, I don't know. How do you? How do you, <laughs> you? How do you give R. Kelly a life sentence? You make him read the book. The judge threw it. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's Angry Bill's least favorite golf course? Angry Bill's least favorite golf course. What is that? That would be Beth Page Black, Eddie. He doesn't like that. Oh, That's oh, Cowboy in oh. Windsor. Cowboy in Rico Windsor said that one. What does, <laughs> what does Robert Kraft's legal team in the Orchids of Asia Day Spa have in common? Oh, the Day Spa and Robert Kraft's legal team, what do they have in common? They've both examined his briefs, Eddie. They've both examined his briefs. That's a Gordon. And a happy ending. Gordon in Tacoma. Why is Justice blind? Well, I don't know. Why is Justice blind? Because it saw the Robert Kraft sex huh. tape, so it's not blind, Eddie. That's, uh, that's Imagine. <laughs> All right. We'll pause for the cause, and we will have a mini Weed Man radio roast. I hope you're ready, Weed Man. We're going to kill you. We're going to savage you. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. And we'll do a belly whopper back into the kiddie pool. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. we got the Weed Man laugh track. we got Eddie. Everyone's here. Let's get back to it. Where did Weed Man, Hippie, and Lisa go on their honeymoon? Oh, I don't know. Where did Weed Man and Lisa go on the honeymoon? Viagra Falls, Eddie. They <laughs> went on Viagra. Why can't Weed Man, Hippie, get his ducks in a row? Hmm. I don't know. Why can't Weed Man get his ducks in a row? The ducks get two to Distracted throwing bread at him. They can't handle that. It's, uh, <laughs> so Kurt from Earth sent that one in. Uh, what is Weed Man didn't laugh at that What one. is Weed Man's most asked question to Alexa? Uh, I don't know. What is Weed Man's most asked question to Alexa? Alexa, what is the uh, soup kitchen serving for brunch today? Is the question. Yeah, that's from uh, G- Gary, from, Gary from Youngstown. Why does Weed Man have a foot fetish? Well, I don't know. Why does Weed Man have a foot I don't. Because he likes the taste of defeat, Eddie. That's why. Ernie the Great Opiner. <laughs> what, 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 what does Weed Man feed his pet fish? Uh, I don't know. What does uh, Weed Man feed his pet fish? Uh, seaweed, of course. Come on. That's uh, obvious. That's <laughs> Ernie, uh, Ernie the Great Opiner. Uh, anybody got jokes in there? Funny. Anyone have any jokes? Yeah, I got one. All right, go ahead. Go uh, what do hockey and Weed Man hippie have in common? I don't know. No one cares about either. From Orlando Joe. Did you hear that? Screw we, you too, Orlando did Joe. Did you hear that Weed Man once had a tryout for the biggest loser? I did not hear that, no. Yeah, they told him, hey, you win. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Ernie the Great Opiner again. Who is Weed Man Hippie's least favorite old-time NHL player? Uh, His least favorite old-time NHL player. Who is that? Frank Bath, Eddie. He hates him from back in the day. That's uh, Cowboy John Brad. All right. Anybody uh, see here? What is Weed Man Hippie's favorite music genre? Uh, Weed Man's favorite music genre is what? A funk. He likes, he's in a funk. He's always in a, that's a, Cowboy John Brad sent that one in. What's the difference between Weed Man and the newest royal baby? <laughs> I don't know what's the difference between Weed Man and the newest royal baby. The royal baby is known to the public as Archie. Weed Man is known to the public as Itchy, is what he's known as. <laughs> so Jay Scoop who sent that one in. Uh, what did Lisa get Weed Man's son for his bar mitzvah? Oh, I don't know what oh, did uh, what did Lisa oh, get Weedman's son for his bar mitzvah? A uh, new stepdad. That's not right. Bill in Iowa. That's not right, Bill. That's not right, Bill. Come on, man. Uh, all right. How do you close Weedman's uh, white hole? How do you close what? it? What? I don't know. That's what it says. Oh, 
his white <laughs> I don't, hole? I don't, know. I don't know. How do you close it? Can you tell this? I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna. Fi- I'm not gonna finish it now. I will skip over that one. What do you get when we? Well, what do you get when Weed Man stays at your house? Oh God, I don't know. What do you get when Weed Man stays at your house? You get roaches, Eddie. If he stays at your house. <laughs> You're lucky, you're lucky you don't get maggots. Uh, 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 smoke it all. Uh, what did Weed Man do after he lost $600,000 in the stock market? Well, I don't know. What did he do when he lost all that stock market He money? woke up from his dream, Eddie. He woke up. That's uh, Ernie the Great Old Pioneer. What is Weed Man's birthstone? I don't know. What is Weed Man's birthstone? <laughs> Crystal meth. Is birthstone. <laughs> That's from why. That's why. <laughs> why did Weed Man? Why did Weed Man volunteer to go to prison? I don't know. Why did Weed Man volunteer <laughs> no. to go to prison? Because they said he was going to the joint, Eddie. He got excited. <laughs> Ernie the Great O'Potter. Here's the closer. Why does Weed Man always have poop on his mustache? Oh, I don't know. Why does he have poop because on his mustache? Because he's always looking for love in the wrong places, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.